Welcome to Top Dealer Podcast, the show where we talk innovative and disruptive automotive dealer strategies from around the world with some of the leading general managers and owners of dealerships and help you understand what you can do today to future-proof your business and to go to the next level. I'm Dave Benson and our co-host is Glenn Lundy. Ready for strategies? Let's tune in. This week's episode is sponsored by Carloan.com. If your dealership is looking to grow its special finance department, Interactive Financial Marketing's Carloan.com lead program will do exactly that. They're the largest generator of organic, exclusive leads in the automotive industry, spending around a million dollars per month in PPC. Tell them the Hustle and Grind team sent you for pricing that you will love. Check out their website at www.interactivefmg.com. Welcome to the Top Dealer Show. I'm Dave Benson. This is the show where we bring the most innovative and disruptive strategies from dealerships around the world. And today is no different. I, of course, as always, have my co-host, Glenn Lundy, on the line. How are you, Glenn? I am doing fantastic, Dave Benson. How are things down there in Mexico, my man? Are you kidding me, man? <laughs> it's a little bit warmer. It's a little bit warmer than Paris, Kentucky. But man, we've got a we've got an awesome guest on today, hey? Oh man, Brad Wise. I've been waiting. This is the whole reason I wanted to do the podcast was so that we could talk to this guy right here. <laughs> well, this guy, Brad Wise, let me introduce him. He's the general manager of Furman Chevrolet and Mazda down there in Tampa, Florida, the beautiful Tampa, Florida, nearly good as climate as uh, climate as uh, it is here in Mexico. And uh, we have, we've had the privilege, both Glenn and myself had the privilege to get to know Brad over the, the last uh, few years. And it's a privilege to have you on the program of Top Dealer, Brad. Welcome. Well, thank you, David and Glenn. It's a privilege to be on the show. I think this, I'm looking, when I heard that this podcast was uh, coming into existence, I was excited for it. Didn't really think I'd be on it, um, where it's <laughs> devoted, to, devoted to general manager's point of view of things, which I think uh, we need more of that. And um, I'm happy to contribute. Well, awesome, look, let's jump straight to it, Brad. Like we, you know, there's so many cliche topics out there and there's, there's so much training and stuff like that, but we're talking about innovation and, and disruption. What, is, what does innovation and disruption mean to you as a general manager of a dealership in 2018? Well, from a dealership specific, I think the industry is, is slow to change. And uh, we've been doing the same things over and over again. And we still complain about turnover or we complain about uh, uh, shrinking margins, but they're really, I find there's not a lot of creativity, a lot of risk taking, a lot of testing of things as much as there are in other industries. So I, you know, that, that is something that is a strength of ours is that we're willing to try new things, take cues from other businesses and apply them to the car business. Uh, I think, you know, innovation stands out. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a crowded world out there. Whether you're, whether you're thinking of creative advertising hooks, or you're thinking of the guest experience in the showroom, uh, but then then the you know ideas are great, but without the implementation and the buy-in and the longevity longevity of an idea, I mean that's what kind of juices me. I mean that's my role at the dealership is this is to is to come up with these innovative ideas and then put them in the game, and see how how the plays uh, play out. Whether whether we're winning or, or or if they don't work, you can you can ditch them. So um, absolutely, the, the industry. I think it's, a, it's an advantage that we have is that 
a lot of dealerships don't want to change or they don't know the information. Uh, maybe somebody has been there a long, long time. They're kind of set in your ways. I kind of, we kind of thrive on that kind of, uh, of, of a competitive edge. Yeah, man, absolutely. Let's, let's, you, you mentioned the word, which I agree with you a hundred percent. It's, it's, it's kind of a unique market. I mean, there's so much potential and money and, you know, opportunity in the auto industry, but yet it's such a slow crawler, right? Like if you can just get up on two legs and jog a little bit, you can usually outrun your competition, which is great. Uh, you mentioned the word turnover and how a lot of people still, you know, complain about turnover and the turnover we have in the auto industry. What's it look like in your store? How is, how is the turnover at your place? Well, I've, I just celebrated my first year here and, um, our well, congratulations. Well, thank you. <laughs> and it's been a process of, you know, getting the right people on the bus. Uh, we had everybody read the energy bus by John Gordon, which is uh, pretty much trying to eliminate as many energy vampires as possible. So we've mm -hmm. gone through some mm -hmm. turnover, but I call that good turn, good turnover. And uh, one of the, I have a lot of the cliches and I say them all the time at work, but again, and I say it on purpose just to reinforce, reinforce the point is that our mantra here is nothing bad happens here. I stole it. I'm a, that's a rip off of a good friend and trainer of mine called uh, named Mike Udell. He gave me that term and, it, and, it, and as soon as he said it, it just ran into my bones. That's exactly what I'm about is that I like to have fun at work. We spend more time at work than we do with our own families. So to, to, have an environment that is toxic, that is not uplifting, that's not motivating, that's not developing people. I'm out on that. If you're if you're not if you're not in alignment with me on all those things, then you can't work here. And I'm sure other dealerships would love to have some of these people uh, because they don't buy into that to the to the self development aspect that I'm so passionate about. Mm -hmm. But I'm not afraid to make a move with somebody who's a high. Uh, you know, been here a long time that, that is operated at a high level from the selling cars or selling finance or service. But if they don't fit in the culture, you, you, you know, you're Al Qaeda to me. And yeah, uh, yeah. it's just, it, it's just what it is. So, so that, that's such a thing called good turnover. But as far as far as the subject of turnover, I revert back to, you know, I'm, I've been doing this 30 years and I still think Joe Verdi has a lot of good points that he made in his book 30 years ago or whatever is that, it's the bad schedule and the bad pay plan and the bad manager. That's it. I mean, there's no, it's no secret. Right. So, so if I, you know, if I'm interviewing a, a young uh, college grad uh, at a car dealership and I set them down and tell them all about the hours and all about the unsteady pay and the holidays and the weekends and the, and all that. And he goes back and tells his, his spouse, well, what do you think? Nobody's in on that. You know, mm -hmm. just, the, just a few freaks like, me, Glenn Lundy, and a few other people, but, but the rest of the world is not in on that, right. especially the millennial world. So our competitive advantage, I have a, I don't, we don't have a schedule here. We don't have a pay plan here. Uh, it's sort of like um, professional sports where you sign your own contract. If, you, if you're a proven superstar and you fit into our culture and you have a long-term view of the business, I don't care when you come to work and we can make the pay work uh, depending on what motivates you, because even, even just recently, I've discovered trying to put a square into a round hole, you know, you just beat yourself to death. So we took all of our people and at least in the management team, because I know this is a general manager, uh, mostly 
viewed uh, podcast is that we accentuate what people are good at, their strengths, and put them in those roles. If, if one person's good at closing or one person's good at <clears throat> counseling and doing one-on-ones and another guy's really good at the internet, you know, I'm putting them in those roles with a defined job description so they know what it is that they're supposed to be doing every day. So I know I got off on a little bit of a tangent there, but it's that bad pay plan. It's the bad schedule and the bad manager. Simple as that. Man, I love all of that, Dave. I don't know if I'm going to let you get a word in on this no. podcast. I'm going to tell you I, right I, now. I think we're done. I think you just can't, you just threw out so much gold. I think we can finish the podcast. No, keep going, Glenn. <laughs> My goodness. I mean, that's there's just so much, so, so much to that. Uh, everything that you just said right there, Brad, which is so, so powerful. When, when I was managing the store, we called them character building days, right? We never had a yeah. bad day in the dealership. It was always a character building day. And what could we learn from it? And, and the energy bus, I, I love that book. And I've also, uh, I got energy bus for kids. I've got my kids reading that same book because it's so powerful. But I had not heard <coughs> the no pay plan, no schedule. Are you serious about that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm serious. I mean, I've, I've paid front money. I mean, I'll just say this because my salespeople aren't listening probably, but <laughs> I, I, I mean, I've paid front money to get people here that are, you know, high, high draft picks and um, they're worth it to me. Um, and then other people may not get that front money. And yeah, uh, sure. if, if let's, let's say that a superstar has, is passionate about a hobby that's always on, on Saturday or let's say or always on a certain day I'm gonna I'm gonna try real hard to make that work for that person because the, the better people that I have my odds increase of winning it's just like being a college football coach you know Nick Saban's got to get on a plane and he's got to fly to Nebraska and he's got to have breakfast with that 300 pound uh, linebacker that that he's trying to get to come play football at Alabama and uh if, if I can put the best people on the, on, 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 on the field, you know, I'm going to win because I'm really competing against the sales staffs and the service staffs and the finance staffs down the street. I'm not competing with manufacturer Chevrolet or Mazda. It's the, it's the salespeople. And, and my hope is not my hope, but my hallucination is that down the street, they have the bad culture, they have the bad pay plan. And my, my vision is to be a, a place to where it's really hard to get a, a job here really hard it has that sort of yankees sort sure. of mis- mystique sure. where it's yeah you have to be you have to be just at a very very high level level of integrity in salespersonship in your you have to be a self-development person and you have to just be head and shoulders above anybody else that we're not there uh we're not there at all but you know it's only been a year but that's what we're trying to do that there are doors just keeps knocking with people that can solve problems because this job is just solving problems it's just it's simply what it is and do it in a guest focused way not in a you know shortcutting uh, negative way beautiful i love it man yeah i love what you said about uh you know it's a salesperson versus salesperson um game now you know you you drew plenty of sports analogies but it's always the players on the field that, that make the difference what do you do? Like one of the topics that we obviously talk about a lot with sales hustlers and hustling Brian Con, uh, we've talked a lot about is is personal branding and allowing salespeople to to create and encouraging them to create their own leads. What is your standpoint on personal branding with your salespeople in your dealership? 
Well, this kind of flows into that subject is my two top salespeople have, we give them assistance that we pay for. So I, I look at that is that they're the doctor and their assistants are the nurse. So when Glenn goes in to make it to a doctor's appointment, he's not spending that much time with the doctor. He's spending the, the important time with the doctor. And the nurse is getting the vitals and weighing him and asking them questions and then setting the appointment for the next one. So I, as far as salesperson development wise, this gives them the time to do those personal branding or even assist the salesperson with that. Imagine the assistant is just recording video content all day or uh, actually going out and, and finding a prospect on the lot and bringing them in for their salesperson that they work for or helping mm -hmm. at delivery or taking well, one of the big initiatives for 2019 is um, focusing on referrals and repeats. And we're going to do that by um, uh, strongly requesting the, the, the guest to post their picture of their car on, fa on their Facebook, along with a voucher for friends and families of $500 that they can pass on to their friends. Now, these assistants can help uh, these salespeople get that organized, convince the guests to, to be on Facebook and uh, make that go viral. So just to say it one more time, it's a friends and family $500 coupon to, hey, look at me, I just bought a car. It's a huge life event. People on Facebook are gonna see that. But then for my family and friends, you know, tag somebody that could use this, screenshot this, bring it into Furman, they'll save you an extra 500. So my hallucination is if we sell 500 cars a month, that's 500 viral messages that are spreading out into the social media world that um, cost me nothing. And um, just, just some of the training that I've recently gone through is focusing on your very best and most profitable customers, which are repeats and referrals. So right. that's, yeah, that's, that's one of maybe five things I'm really going to focus on for 2019 is that is the repeats and referrals on Facebook with the salespeople develop and then there from there they can develop their brand and stay in contact with them um so that would be one thing and then they, they, i just can't overemphasize how well the assistants are working out for mm -hmm. our salespeople. if you sell 20 cars a month i'm paying paying for your assistant nice. if you don't if you don't then you got to pay for it or I'll, I'll even go half on one if you're a 15 car guy and you think you can get to 20 i'll pay half but if you can't get to 20 you're paying for that. So these assistants are, are, are excellent and they work for them. They don't, I mean, they technically work for me, but they follow the direction of their, their top dog. That's beautiful, man. I love all of that. That's talk about disruptive. That's great. And very, very, very smart on the marketing. It empowers your salespeople to still like you said, build their brand. But at the same time, you're pushing the dealership out you know, using this incredible technology that we never have had before uh, and being able to push out and push out and push out. It's absolutely beautiful. Uh, one thing I know about you is you are a self-development, um, you know, you're, you're just as addicted as I am to self-development. I want to talk, we, we talk about training in the auto industry and how important training is to the auto industry and obviously we have sales trainers and obviously we have um you know sales training platforms and we've got the road to the sale we have all of this stuff that we've been training on for years and years and years and years and years define what training looks like in a brad wise store i've had success um in all three stores that i've 
worked at and had uh, very fast success and rapid success. And I, I, and if someone were to ask me, and I get this question a lot, and the answer is pretty simple. And it's, um, I don't think people believe it, but a lot of it is cheerleading. I'm a mm -hmm. cheerleader. Mm -hmm. um, I'm always with my people. I'm in, the, I'm in their office. I'm mixing it up with them. I'm doing the car talk with them, but I'm making statements to them that they understand the reason why I'm making those statements in an uplifting way. I slap in high fives, and I'm, but I'm also making statements that lets them know that I know what's going on. And mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not a person that just hides in my office. And uh, it started with, I used to do inspirational Thursday meetings uh, at, at a store that I worked at where we would watch something on the screen, uh, motivating. Um, and then that just kind of got even uh, more 10X. And with me, it really quickly, it just started with me because I had a long commute to work. And I didn't want to keep listening to Howard Stern, even mm -hmm. though I love Howard Stern. Mm -hmm. I turned it off and I just became consumed with podcasts, self-development books, interviews, biographies. And I, it really, I really, um, it really has benefited me. I could go on for hours about that, but I'm, but I'm going to answer the question. Uh, one thing I stole from you guys is our Saturday mornings are, meetings are epic, much like they were at uh, Dan Cummins. But what we've done this year is that we do a sales hustler spotlight every Saturday and we get and we're finding out things about our people our managers that none of us knew and there's tears that get shed in these saturday meetings because of these stories That's and awesome. and what's and what you you cannot leave these meetings without seeing that the humble beginnings my number one salesperson is the number one chevrolet salesperson in the southeast region which encompasses about nine or ten states and he has only been in this country for four years He's from Iraq. He was walking the streets in front of the dealership and was kicked out of every car dealership in town. This store gave him a chance four years ago. Uh, it, for the interest of time, you know, he, he has a new Corvette. His wife drives an Escalade. They go out to dinner all the time. They, I mean, it's, it's amazing that this, the car business it ha can give you everything. And that's a, per that's a perfect example of someone who didn't speak the language. He was made fun of because of his accent. He didn't understand the social cues that go with being an American, but yet his determination and hard work. Um, you know, he asked me the other day, like the other month, if, if he could power wash the inventory on the weekends when we're closed. That's, well, how, that's, I mean, that's, is that a sales hustler or what? I said, get out of here. <laughs> I mean, that I mean awesome. that's, that's ridiculous. And this is someone that's retailing 40 cars a month. And he has his wow. wife uh, working with him as his assistant. But um, it's, a, it's a hustle like an immigrant mentality that the car business is just made perfect for. And you don't have to be an immigrant. You just have to think like one. That, or, or, and, and you also have to think like an entrepreneur that you're in business for yourself. So as a leader, inspirational wise, you gotta let, you gotta, you gotta open that, that box of, of what's possible and, and get rid of the limiting statements and limiting beliefs and, and believe in auto suggestion and have goals and see the way your life, you know, jot down exactly how you want your life to be and, and read it and get a plan because we really don't have a knowing problem anymore. We have a doing problem with the internet and mm -hmm. whatever it is that you want to achieve, it, it can be done. So um, our Saturday meetings, and then we have on Tuesdays and Mondays are usually hundred percent self-development, 
very little to do with selling cars. Um, you know, we're trying to make a difference. We're trying to, the other day we played uh, Jason Mraz, Have It All, the new, right. his new hit. And we want everyone to have, that's what my wish for all of them mm -hmm. is to have it all. And personally and professionally. And um, I feel like I know a thing or two in that area. And I, and I, it's the purpose of my life is to share that with them and make them do more, become more. And I think it was Sean Hayes that said that uh, when, you, when, you, when you make them better people, they'll become better car salespeople, better service advisors, mm -hmm. better finance. I, I couldn't agree with that more. Mm -hmm. Hey, Brad, can you just check your email? Because I just sent through my uh, resume. Uh, I'd like to <laughs> start on Monday. That'd be... <laughs> Come on down. Glenn, I mean, at least it's not cold. I wonder if that, that guy that was uh, power washing the cars would, uh, would shovel snow. I'm sure he would if you were up north, but thank goodness you're in Florida. Glenn Lundy, uh, man, I, I tell you what, you know, everything's uh, within me uh, is, um, is wanting, to, uh, wanting to apply and be at uh, Brad's dealership. This is, a, this is a great testimony. Yeah, man, it's, he, he gets it. You know, Brad, Brad, Brad gets it. And I hope everybody that's listening, you know, if you have to go back and replay this a few times, listen to it while you're on your commute in the car. This is the kind of stuff that the industry needs to know. It's all about teaching people life skills, not just job skills. We can teach them how to sell cars. It's not going to do any good. It's not going to do any good in the long run. And like Brad said, the motivation has got to be that we, we want them to win this industry. It's one, I mean, it's such a unique industry. It's like the only industry I can think of where you don't have to have a degree. You don't have to have credentials. You don't have to, to, to really have anything other than that immigrant uh, work, work ethic like mm. he was talking about. You really don't have to have anything but that. And you can achieve just about anything in this industry. I've seen detailers that now drive Corvettes. I've got 22 year old kids buying houses and, and getting married and, and making an impact on the planet and they're giving back. That's one of the great things that we taught there is, you know, we don't just, it's not just for us. It's about helping others and lifting others. And so all of the, the ripple effects that are, that are, that, you know, what, what, like with what Brad's doing here, the, the ripple effects that it has on the planet, not just in the in the in the dealership, but I mean, I can only imagine what it's like in the dealership. You know, that's a small little area to contain all that energy. But as that energy spreads out even further and further across the community, it's just powerful. And I applaud you for it, Brad. I really do applaud you for it because we we have been grown and molded from the previous generation. And that's why we love those 15-hour work days. That's why we, we have no problems with those six-day work weeks is because we were grown and molded to uh, get your teeth get kicked in every day and just go out there and do the work, you know, go out there and sell cars. And that's what's put our industry and given our industry the reputation that it has, that we're fighting against it now. And so, you know, Brad, you're on you're on point man. you're on point and I just absolutely love what you're doing with your team I've seen you uh talk to me a little bit about some of the other outside the box things I know you bring in some catered uh catered meals for your team I see you doing things like that like what are some of the other maybe outside the box things that you do to keep your team you know all bought in and energized we're heavy into video um text med text message every lead that comes in phone internet 
um, chat, we, we hired um, three video marketing people, the kind of people that, uh, not car people, we ran an ad for people who specialize in marketing or specialize in video marketing and editing. We hired these three individuals uh, to help the salespeople uh, create custom videos. They, they, they know the technology and it's just amazing what they're able to make and what they're able to do. Um, mm -hmm. So originally when I kicked off the initiative of wanting to do text message video, I was under the, um, I was under the mercy of salespeople, some doing it and some don't. Some are good at it, some aren't, some will do it, some won't. So then I, you know, I use a lot of my, my, my training, of what a business training that I've had is I need to be resourceful. You know, I have to, there, there's gotta be a way. So I ran that ad for the uh, video marketing people. They've been here uh, eight or nine months and the, the amount of content that gets spit out of this dealership that's creative and funny and, and and, um, and compelling, I'm sure, I, I know that other prospects aren't getting this first lead response that we're sending out. Mm -hmm. um, um, and then you can even use that for, to, to take videos of uh, celebrating someone's birthday, or you could do videos of uh, email blast videos, or we just did a um, missed appointment video that's really funny, that's sad, where if you were a consumer and you saw the missed appointment video, you would laugh and smile like we were really hoping you would have been here. We were ready for you. You know, we're kind of sad. You know, it's hard to explain, but it's that's a fun. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a fun video. As we missed your you, you missed your appointment. Please call us back. So that's something innovative about hiring a video marketing team um, to just kind of make videos, 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 and then they they learn this. They learn the CRM in three days. Okay, mm -hmm. they that's right into their strong suit where. It's car salespeople in general, yeah. yeah, it's in their wheelhouse. So they just to just to keep sending videos to prospects, sending videos to prospects, sending videos to prospects. So that's something I'm, that was a goal all of 2018. That I'm happy that we we became that kind of store where it's who we are, it's what we do, and that goes in tandem with our VAP appointment process, where the guest gets a tropical smoothie or a Starbucks. Um, before they get here and the car has a balloon on it and uh, we do video confirmation uh, <laughs> video text to ensure that in other words we went to all this trouble the least you could do is show up that's, that's right that's that's the gist of this right okay. that's you know, well, general gonna, manager to general manager right i'm gonna jump in here real quick yeah. and i'm gonna play devil's advocate mm -hmm. general manager to general manager you've got assistants running down ups You've got a video team making videos for the salespeople. What the, what, what, you, you, you've got everybody doing the salesman's job. What do you need the salesman for? I can either, I, here, that's a great point. I'm glad you brought that up. I want to win, Glenn. I can sit here and complain and talk to other general managers about, you know, why do we have BDCs? Why do we have phone rooms? We have all these layers and layers of expense to try to get, uh, our salespeople to do what they want to do. But as far as assistants go, I'm only giving those to the people that are extraordinary. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm not giving those to everybody. So mm -hmm. this is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get as many prospects in front of my best people in baseball. There's a batting order. So you can't have Alex Rodriguez bat, you know, every single time, but there are no rules in the car business. So if I could 
take my top two salespeople and get the most of the opportunities in front of them, my, my closing ratio goes up. I mean, how many dealerships right this second, one of your new people who are unprepared, untrained, are, is talking to a prospect outside and didn't say anything compelling, didn't say anything of sense of urgency or knew anything about the product and that person's gone. That's happening every second of the day. Right. So, so whatever I'm trying to do is to get us the odds more and more in our favor uh, by having the assistance. It gives the salesperson more time to go on the lot and grab another up. So they sure. could have two or three going at one time. Like a doctor might have three or four different patients going on, but the nurse is tending to all of them. So the, the, the guest doesn't feel like they're, you know, not getting the treatment. So the, the genesis of the assistance is for them to take more opportunities instead sure. of being bogged down for six hours on a car sale. But Brad, that's not fair. <laughs> well, well, you're, you're not going to get me to, to, to be any pro snowflake here because this business just exudes the strongest man or woman for the job. I mean, it, it is. I mean, right. I understand people don't feel that way, but, but this is the most fair system because you get what you put into it. Anyone can do, just, just tap me on the shoulder and say, put me in coach. I will give, I will light you up. I will give you my own personal attention of development and trading, telling you what it's going to take. Cause I love doing that. I will give you, I will take you to the top of the mountain. You, you just gotta, you reach down and grab, you know, I'll throw you the life preserver. You got to reach out for it. And if you do that, we'll bring you up the ladder, but not, unfortunately not everybody wants to be successful. That was a, an epiphany I had even recently mm -hmm. that it kind of hit me in the head. Not everybody wants to, I just assumed everybody did, right? but not everybody does. And, <laughs> um, but that's so true. I used to talk to, uh, you know, my managers about it all the time. They'd be like, well, why? I don't understand why they won't do this. I don't understand why they won't do this. And I'm like, they don't, they don't think like you, if they thought like right. you, they'd be managers. If they thought like you, they'd be, they'd be in leadership positions. They don't think the same. They don't, they don't, they don't have the same drive, but you know, I'm totally, totally just playing devil's advocate because I am 100% in agreement with you, 100% aligned with you. It doesn't need to be fair. It's all about winning. And I think it is fair. You're, you're, you're right. It is, it is a fair system. It doesn't need to be fair in the sense that we have to distribute leads equally amongst all the no. people because the people are not no. equally talented. They don't have the equal experience. They don't have equal drive. And so what's fair to the dealership, to the person oh. who's, yep, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. What's fair to the, uh, the guy whose name on the sign is for you to win, for you to win every single day. That's, that, that's what's fair. So I love it. What do you, what do you think, Dave Vincent? I know we just kind of left you sitting in the corner no. over there. Oh, that's, yeah, I was just finishing my resume. So yeah, it's all good. Um, <laughs> no, I love it. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm a massive Golden State Warriors fan in the basketball. And, you know, I think about uh, Kevin Durant a few weeks ago was calling for the ball with five seconds to go and he didn't get the ball. And then he complained because he should have got the ball. And the reality is that everybody's got different skill level and you want your best person to take the shot. You want yes. to that person you want to pay them more than you're probably paying yourself you want to do that because you know it's going to be a successful place you've obviously had some massive success uh in the last 12 months uh you're telling me off air that uh that the the numbers the profitability everything is sky high you're on uh, on track for a record year yeah yeah i feel so unbelievably blessed to have gotten this opportunity here 
to come into an environment, a store, a market, a brand, an organization that is just at the very, very top of, of how they treat us, our people, the resources we have, the autonomy we have. I came into a store that when I interviewed here, I could see the, the uh, opportunity that existed here. There's the number one or two Ford store in the country is right across the street. A huge Honda and Toyota presence here on this. The economy in Tampa is great. So we, you know, in 2019, it's going to be um, more difficult to repeat our success. We, we're, we're big into sayings and, and um, phrases. And one of them, Glenn's going to love this, is next year is embrace the grind. We're going to grind it up. We're going we're gonna to embrace the fact that we're going to be just working yeah. out. And we're going to do everything that nobody else wants to do, thought to do. And because that's going to make up for, for the maybe there's going to be a dip a little bit this year, but we're not going to notice that dip because we're just going to grind a little bit harder on the things that matter and uh, let everybody else figure out, you know, what happens. Our, uh, our mantra this year is when others pull back, we're going to double down. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that in, in 2019. Um, I knew you'd like the grind part. I guess those planners are probably coming happy for that. <laughs> coming handy for that. Right, Glenn? <laughs> If you haven't got your planner yet, get online now. It's the best gift ever. Glennmundy.com. <laughs> You'll find it. Oh, that's funny. That's great. Well, look, Brad Wise, it has been an absolute honor to have you on Top Dealer. You know, he'll, he'll edit that out, Brad. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> you know I don't, Glenn Lundy. This is where we have fun and we talk real stuff. Oh, and I'm man. More real and with uh, Brad. Everybody's still there? Yes, sir. We would love to have you on for two hours, uh, Brad Wise, but I appreciate your time today and, um, and uh, thanks for joining Top Dealer. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Top Dealer. Make sure you go and visit our website, thesaleshustlers.com for all the other episodes and I look forward to seeing you on next week's episode.